Welcome back to another episode of The Witching. I'm Julia, and I'm here with my co-host Shay. And today we will be talking about Connecticut cryptids. Woo! Yes, I'm so excited. In our home state, I actually Um, don't know any like really about any cryptids in Connecticut, so I'm excited for you to tell me about some. Yeah, I was just going to ask if you knew of any. The I know of one. And then the other stuff I feel like you could just find everywhere, you know, like it's not just specific to Connecticut. Um, But yeah, so we we were thinking about doing a cryptid episode, but we didn't want to do, you know, like the mainstream one. So I was like, why not just research our home state? Because Julia and I are both from Connecticut. I'm living in New York right now, but Julia is still in Connecticut. Yeah. Um, And I grew up in Fairfield County, Connecticut. So Danbury. Uh, where did you grow up? In Newington, so Hartford Newington. County. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. So one of the cryptids is over by you. Or really? When it, where you were living? Yeah. Yeah. Where is Where is Ellington? Uh, it's in Tallinn County. County. Tallinn County. Okay. So no. Yeah, but the Hartford County. Yeah, one of them has been there. Yes. Um. <laughs> it's also like one of the more vicious ones. So I'm excited to tell you. Yes, um, I can't wait. <laughs> I think we will eventually do like some more mainstream cryptid episodes, but like this is a good first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I had no idea that Connecticut was so scary. I thought it was just <laughs> a highway between Boston and New York City, but no, no, no. There are there's really there. Yeah, I know yes. that. Like, have you seen that meme where it's like uh, the whole entire United States, and then it gives one word for each state, and Connecticut is just haunted. Like it just yeah, has that makes sense because like, yeah. you know, that's where what movie uh, the Warrens, what movie is that again? The Conjuring. The Conjuring. Yeah, it takes place in Connecticut. And doesn't the Blair Witch Trials also take place in Connecticut? Uh, I'm not sure about not that one. Blair Witch Trials. Blair, Blair Witch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't um, it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I've only watched one of those uh, movies, but there's that movie, The Haunting in Connecticut. Have you seen that? Oh, right. There's that one too. That that one's like actually kind of spooky. Um, Yeah. But yeah, my friend actually grew up next to the the Warren's Museum. Really? uh, Yeah. I think it's in, is it in Sherman, Connecticut? No, it's in Monroe, Connecticut. Yep, it is. Um, She grew up really close to there, but that's, that's for another episode. Yeah, we could talk about it in another episode. Um, (laughs) Um, so yeah, I, like I said, I grew up knowing one of these cryptids, uh, it's the one that we're going to start with and they are known as the melon heads. Have you heard of them? Only because you told me about it just a little bit, but I don't really remember what you told me. So tell me. <laughs> okay. So I'll just, I'll describe them. So they're like three feet tall and they, okay. So their name is melon heads. You can infer that their heads are large, like, like melons. Very, yeah, like, I don't know, like, bumpy and swollen. Like, they just look nasty, and they're ew. pale. Um, yeah, ew. <laughs> um, Maybe we'll have so, to link some um, pictures of them in, in the description for everyone. Oh, yeah, we should. 
yeah so people can be as freaked out as I was at 10 years old um <laughs> so because don't and when you're 10 you want to look everything up on google right yeah you know so I looked this up I could not sleep for weeks it was so really and, it, and oh. I used to play outside a lot and I like didn't want to wait um, I have to look it up now <laughs> uh so while you're looking that up they're located in Fairfield County Connecticut so where I grew up wait what <laughs> uh Trumbull Connecticut yeah they're absolutely terrifying and disgusting like- I hate them Oh my God. Wait, is this the right thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Ew. What the hell? They just look like, like, just imagine that, like seeing that, like running, I, I would kick it. I hate it so it much. Just look, they just look like little people with like de- really large deformed heads, like kind of like mega mind, but like <laughs> gross. <laughs> mega mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. um that's that's hilarious Uh, so they're specifically found in Trumbull in Monroe Connecticut um so a little bit of about the backstory of how they came to be Mm -hmm. um they there was an asylum also for those of you listening I know I said that Connecticut's just a haunted highway from Boston to New York City Mm -hmm. um but there's actually a lot of uh, insane asylums that were in Connecticut. There's that famous abandoned one in, um, I think it's Newtown, Connecticut, mm-hmm. or Fairfield, Connecticut. I know it's called Fairfield Hills, but so that probably is Fairfield, Connecticut. Um, yeah. And then there's another uh, abandoned asylum. I think part of it is still in use, but not for uh, psychological uses or anything like that. It's located I think in Middletown or Middlebury Connecticut and Mm -hmm. it actually has this giant cemetery uh, that you you can go and see but there's a lot of unmarked graves there so Connecticut is known for having these haunted asylums a lot of the time like ghost hunters and people you'll always see them at some type of asylum in Connecticut yeah Um, isn't there also one like seaside sanatorium or something like that yeah I've never a lot of I know a lot of people have gone there but I don't know where where is it? Yeah, I have a lot uh, of friends who go oh, to the in Waterford. one. Oh, in Waterford, Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. The link is it's on a website called Damned Connecticut. <laughs> oh, that's ex oh, we have to link that because that's literally where I looked everything up. They really? have like a whole list of cryptozoology. Yeah, yeah. Oh it's a great website. I used to find all of my hikes there because again, this is another topic for another episode, but there's yeah. this hike with uh something called the devil's den and it's this cave oh where it's the i've portal heard of that. to hell yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've never um, been there but i've heard of it also in connecticut so if, if you're a spooky bitch and you're trying <laughs> to go for you know trying to visit cool places maybe you should look at connecticut um yeah there's also holy land in wall in waterbury yes my boyfriend he used to power wash those crosses really me and david yeah. went there one time when we first started dating because we were edgy and really? we went there and took pictures and like just like walked around it. It was really cool, actually. I but. kind of want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. These tangents are good. There's so many options for us to like record new episodes on Connecticut in general. Um, yeah. I love it. So yeah, going back to the 1800s in this specific asylum uh, located in Trumbull, Connecticut, or I think in Monroe or Trumbull, I'm not sure. It didn't specifically say, but they knew it was in Fairfield County. There was a fire 
and a lot of people died. A lot of the patients died, or they used to call them inmates. A lot of the doctors, nurses, people that worked there died. So there was only a handful of patients that were able to escape the fire. Mm-hmm. These patients obviously were mentally deranged or made to feel that way. So I'm sure once you're put in a sanitarium, you're not going to come out the same, especially yeah. in the 1800s, like they treat you like shit. So they, they escaped, they lived off of the land. So the woods and Trumbull and Monroe, they became uh, really feral human beings. They looked to inbreeding. That's where people think that they got their swollen heads and their deformed looks was from this inbreeding that was going mm-hmm. on. They partook in um, cannibalism and they would just eat like, they would just eat anything that they would get their hands on, okay, oh to God. survive. You know, because the winters were harsh in Connecticut. So yeah, these, this re- researcher was saying that they just looked to absolutely anything that they could eat. They hate trespassers though. Okay. So there's this specific road in Trumbull called Dracula Road. It's nicknamed Dracula. I don't know why. It has nothing to do with melon heads. But <laughs> maybe someone who was on the road thought Dracula was really creepy at the time. So he wanted to name the road after something that was creepy. Also. Oh, okay. So Dracula Road, I guess. Makes sense. Um, kind of. <laughs> A little bit. They should have like named so it Mel- Melonhead Road. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so these melonhead creatures, now there are people are calling them creatures. They don't even classify them as humans because they're literally only three feet tall and they're terrifying, you know, little like goblins running around in yeah. Trumbull, Connecticut. Um, they'll throw rocks at your car. They'll try to drive you off the road if you drive there at night at a certain time of the night, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they essentially try to kill you. Oh my so God. And eat you. They're, they're very aggressive. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> So uh, ah. just, re- just reading about this, like in my adult life, like, honestly, you're three feet tall. I'll fucking kick you. Like you're dead <laughs> if I kick you, I played soccer for 10 years. Like you're dead. But as a 10 year old, I was almost five foot, not quite five foot. That's mm-hmm. absolutely terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> if I were to see these creatures out in the woods and I used to play outside a lot and I had uh, friends that lived in very woodsy areas and they nicknamed these rock formations like the Grand Canyon of Connecticut. It was very fun to, to play around in there. But then one day, this wonderful child, I'm not going to name him in <laughs> third or fourth grade. I think it was third grade. It was Halloween time. And in my school, we would do show and tell. That means you could tell a scary story or something, but it had to be like age appropriate, you know? Yeah. But the teacher was like, who's going to be scared of these swollen head creatures? Like, no one's <laughs> going to be scared. So, so the kid told the story to the class. I, of course, absorbed all of that information. Oh, my and God. And went home and I was like, I have to Google this. So <laughs> I Googled them. I... I don't know if you saw in Google, there's this one picture and it kind of looks like alienish. But mm-hmm. they're like very blue and pale, yeah. and their heads are very large, and they have these creepy like one? snake eyes. No, but that's also terrifying. Um, <laughs> Julia's just showing me all these like disgusting pictures. Oh, is it Google. this one, the illustration one? Yes, with the sharp teeth. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm creepy. just imagining 
these things stalking me in the woods, me and my friends like playing in the woods and they're stalking us and waiting to just munch on our little arms, you know, like, oh my God, that's so terrifying. (laughs) I'm so so glad I didn't know about this when I was little. (laughs) Yeah. You'd probably be like me. You'd probably be. Yeah. I would be scared. (laughs) So there are some accounts or recounts of seeing or coming across these creatures. Uh, The first one is this group of girls from Derry, Connecticut. Oh no, not Derry, Derby. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. of Stephen King. Derby, Connecticut, Dirty Derby. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) they they drive down to Dracula Road because Mm -hmm. they want to fuck around and, you know, they want to see if they can see a melon head. So there's four girls in a car. Why would you want to see that? Oh, I, I don't know. They want to die. I don't know. They're, they're idiots. I don't know. Natural selection at its finest. Um, yeah. So they go down this road. They park. They turn the music off. They turn the lights off. And they have these flashlights. And they're just waiting to see if anything's there. Like an hour goes by. Nothing happens. They One girl has a flashlight. She looks out the window. She sees all these little eyes looking at them, you know, shining on the flashlight. Yeah, they get closer and they're crawling and they're jumping like crawling like little frogs. Oh my god! But they realize that they're these humanoid things, and then they run away like they don't see them again. Mm -hmm. So they get out of the car. They're like, "What was that?" All of them get out of the car. Idiots. Okay. (laughs) I watch a horror movie and I see you get out of the car. Instant death. You deserve it. You're dumb. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they get out of the car. (laughs) Not really. They uh, walk around and then they get further away from the car. You know, I don't know why you would leave your car like that. Yeah. And their car turns on <gasps> and aggressively drives towards them. <gasps> and they jump out of the way from the aggressively driving vehicle and they look inside <laughs> the windows and they see these little, they look Ew, like children. Like little gremlins. With giant heads and they're naked and gross looking. Oh. And they're pressing on the gas like there's just a bunch of them in the car and Mm -hmm. the car crashes down the road you know into a tree and that was that uh so that's one recount oh my god is this guy named jeffrey who lives in trumbull connecticut he also lived in a very woodsy area and um he heard his dog barking one night he was 10 years old at the time he goes outside He's like, where's my dog? And then he hears the dog barking more. And then he goes around the corner of the house to the back of the woods. And he sees his dog on the ground bleeding and whining. So, and it looks like there's like bite marks on him, Mm -hmm. like a little kid bite mark. It was biting him. Yeah. And so he's like, what the hell? And he looks around and he sees this pale little body with a giant head running back into the woods and he like stands by this you know that he that he saw this happen yeah um so that's also pretty scary i that is scary about that one i don't like like, that you're literally like in fourth or third grade and you go outside and you see your bleeding dog on the ground and you're gonna see this pale little body running back into the woods absolutely not that's canceled (laughs) gonna go inside and never come back ever yeah (laughs) oh my god that's terrifying yeah, so if uh, you're local to Connecticut and you want to go to Dracula Road, it's located in Trumbull, you can maybe might see some melon heads. Uh, there Yay. hasn't been another sighting, though, since like 2001. 
Maybe they're um, all dead. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, also, if you see, also in Trumbull, there's like this little mini, uh, I guess it's an expressway mm-hmm. from Monroe to Trumbull. And on that uh, well-known expressway, a lot of the times people will see these severed deer legs on the side of the road. That huh. is a sign of a melon head. Really? Because, yeah, they only leave the legs and you'll just That's see weird. the legs on the side of the road. So specific. Um, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but just wanted to add that in there just in case yeah, you're driving. Yeah, just in there, case you, you see. see yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was the first cryptid. So melon heads. Great. Right I'm, I'm mildly, mildly terrified. So yeah. let's go to the next one and see if I can get even more terrified. I just love how I'm reading this and it's like Connecticut cryptids. Julia's still living there. And then I'm, I'm in still New York. here. I'm like, I don't have to deal with this shit. Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to, ha- we'll have to do a New York cryptid episode. So I can oh, freak yeah, you out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so the next one is, it's a animal like creature. It's not a humanoid. Okay. And it's called the Glowacus. Glowacus? Or the Glowacus. Glowacus? Okay. Yes. I've never heard of that. Um, it's so to break down the word glaw is for Glastonbury. So G L A. Oh no. My cousins live in Glastonbury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my friend, no. Dan, uh, my friend just like moved from Glastonbury to Boston and I, I wanted to tell him about it so bad, but I was like, yeah, you don't even live there anymore. It's not going to like make as much sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't freak you out now, but, um, glaw is for Glastonbury. Whack is for wacky okay <laughs> because it, it's such an odd creature yeah and us is just you know another latin ending so glowacus glowacus okay, okay. yes now i'm gonna um, be terrified every time i go to their house great no you'll and they be have fine. It's- they have this very long winding driveway that I, you have oh, to walk down perfect that, great and they're they're surrounded by woods love it love, let's love go it. tell me all about it um, <laughs> so it first appeared in 1939 in Connecticut, nowhere else. Um, it has, so like I said, it's native to Glastonbury, Connecticut or the surrounding areas. Mm-hmm. And it says that it looks like a mash between a bear, a dog, and a large cat. Some say panther because it's dark. Okay. okay. So that's a bunch of bullshit. No. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like this giant bear cat dog thing. Um, <laughs> okay. So try try to visualize that, everyone. I'm trying it's to. Hard. I'm trying to like. You can look it I'm... up. If you look up Glowacus, you can okay. maybe get a better understanding. I'm um, picturing it as just like a, like maybe longer bear-sized panther body with like a dog face. Yes, that's how I'm picturing it. Yeah, definitely. I would say dog face and then like elongated, agile cat body, but then maybe with like the muscle and the bruteness of a bear. So just absolutely terrifying if you come across it in the woods alone. Um, So weird. So there's an actual memorialized hunt the Glowacus that went, happened in the 1950s in Glastonbury, okay. Connecticut. Um, if you go to like the local library, it recounts like this hunt for the Glowacus mm-hmm. that happened, which is kind of cool. Um, you know, because some of these stories are just like 
third person recounts of like what someone else said but like this is like actually something that's recorded in their town history which is kind of that's cool, cool. um so uh there was a lot of lumberjacks that were in that area i'm honestly not sure why because there's i think lumberjacks work mostly near like coastlines mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure uh just because of the supplies that they use and things so i'm not i'm not 100 sure but apparently a lot of lumberjacks were reporting this um creature while okay. they were working and it's also known as the northern devil cat um, oh i've heard of that yeah so it's known for it's like screeches like have you ever heard a fisher cat scream yeah it's kind of like that but a lot deeper like a roar with a bear so it's like you can tell that it's not a fisher cat like it's like very large sounding um okay so it doesn't say that it attacks people it's mostly just people like getting spooked by it or people spooking it and then it just like going away like running away I guess because it says that if you look into its eyes it erases your memory as well so it has that superpower I guess um okay this was believable until you said that (laughs) yeah exactly I was I was like reading it uh, up on it and then as soon as I said that I was like okay sure like this is why (laughs) no one can remember it Um, oh my god okay just so coincidental uh but okay, so I said it's not aggressive towards adult humans. Mm-hmm. Um, in the nineteen in nineteen fifty three, there was a lot of farmers in that area of Connecticut, not just lumberjacks, that were complaining about their livestock being eaten. A lot of people or cryptozoologists uh, connect kind of its behavior with a chupacabra mm-hmm. uh, in Mexico or yeah. in uh, Central America. So. Uh, it doesn't suck it's the animal's blood and leave it to die it kind of just eats the whole thing like it literally will take like a whole ass cow and drag it back into the woods with it like it was just eating wow. all of this livestock and large livestock like yeah. not just chickens you know yeah um so and then unfortunately there was like a bunch of children that were being like dragged into the woods and eaten so it was oh. eating livestock and like small children um so yeah pretty terrifying uh a lot for like I think a year up until like 1954 I read that children had a curfew like they weren't allowed to like play outside um and then my understanding is more uh realist type people's not so much cryptozoologists were saying that it wasn't a gloacus it (laughs) it was just like probably most likely unfortunately like a wolf or like a bear yeah. or even a lot um a mountain lion like yeah. mountain lions are a thing in Connecticut so it was probably that yeah um maybe just like really mangy looking really like gross looking probably really fat because of everything that it was eating yeah um, probably yeah probably it's probably just really big you know yeah yeah so also you like reading this I'll touch on this on the last cryptid but in the especially in the 1800s or like the early 1900s you have to think about how humans have industrialized everything including like places obviously and these creatures weren't allowed to grow as big as they do as they did before you know what i'm saying that's true so like yeah. there's probably like 
normal animals that we see today just like a lot larger because of the resources that they had and like the amount of space that they had you know yeah they over time I feel like evolution in general has shrunk down animals so if things aren't getting that big now there's like a slight possibility that some of them were that big you know back then yeah um so yeah, that that's the Gloacus. So not as terrifying as the, the melon heads, but pretty spooky. Um, uh, only because you kind of framed it as it being more prevalent back then and not really now. <laughs> yeah, the last sighting, it was like in the 1960s. It, yeah. it hasn't been seen since. And I like knowing when the sightings are. So like I can yeah. say like, better watch out, Julia. Don't <laughs> go Great. here at night. Um, in, including the melon heads, like the melon heads are last seen in 2001. So I think we're good there. Like, hopefully. I hope so. <laughs> God. Um, but also it says that if you look into its eyes, your memory is wiped. So, so there's a possibility maybe that it's it. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, so the next one is called the Winstead wild man. Okay. And cryptozoologists think that this is a subspecies of Bigfoot not oh no but a subspecies because that's a thing (laughs) great um it's over six feet tall so not over seven foot like Bigfoot it's like a mini Bigfoot I guess okay and it's very manly looking very humanoid-esque and very hairy so it doesn't have that elongated skull like an ape does like um I guess like the normal Sasquatch or Bigfoot would have. Yeah. It actually looks very human-like. Like it's okay. just this large hairy man that's running around in the woods. <laughs> what if um, he's just like a homeless man that doesn't wear clothes and he's you know, hairy? I thought about that, but then the next part, maybe not. Um, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's rep- he was re- first reported in the early 1900s. This is also specifically, this made me question it, Ohio and Connecticut. Like oh. nowhere in between, just Ohio That's weird. and Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> he, it's, he was so strong that they were describing that he could literally take your head and twist it right off and sever Whoa. it from your body. Jeez. So there was uh, two murders that happened in Connecticut where people were decapitated Mm -hmm. but the way that they were decapitated I read it was like or I heard about this is like also a 30 second like clip from a nine minute video that I okay like late at night so I don't know how true this is but they were saying that there was these murders where they didn't look that they were chopped they looked like they were ripped off these so like well maybe he was just or like on steroids or something yeah, he was just taking roids. <laughs> he was just ripping heads off. You never yeah. know. <laughs> um, he had so many gains that he was just ripping off. Hey, it. they're they're saying that it was this cryptid creature. Like, it really could have just been a guy who was on some kind of steroid or something. Yeah, definitely. That seems more realistic to me. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> so then uh, I was reading about personal recounts of the early you know in the early 1900s from people uh from Winstead the town of Winstead in Connecticut that uh came across this Winstead wild man Mm -hmm. and uh they also had a curfew they couldn't go out at night because they were scared because Mm -hmm. he would play a game with the townspeople he would 
stalk them on the edge of the town where the woods were, if they Mm -hmm. were like outside, he would mimic them. Like he would move the same as them. And then if they ran faster, he would run the same speed. Like he would like, there was no way that you could run away from him. He was just very fast. Yeah. And so I'm at, oh, that really creeped me out. That's I don't creepy. Like when, I don't like that. I don't like mimicking. That's so creepy. Yes. Like, like it reminds me of Skinwalkers. I hate that. Reminds that. Me I of, hate that have you seen that movie, Us? Yes. That movie yes. creeps. I can't even watch that movie. Yes. Because there's like the I, doppelgangers and they like mimic you. And yes. it's just like. I can't. I don't like that's really creepy. Like pretending to be yeah. me or a human. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Um, that's really that's creepy. probably why I don't like dolls either. Yes. Like, I don't like anything that's not human that like pretends to be or like tries to be or moves like us or or uh, a bunch of we'll do this of course in another episode because <laughs> um, it's so prevalent on TikTok but the skinwalker videos on TikTok that I see of course late at night when I'm trying to sleep it's like <laughs> um, these people mimicking like help help but it sounds like distorted and like low and and gross like it just sounds wrong yeah I don't like that imagine seeing this giant hairy wild man following you around on the edge of the town could sprint at you at any second you Mm -hmm. know just mimicking how you move like that's terrifying I don't like that at all yeah Um, that's like some demon shit Yes. Like that's what demons do. They mimic yes. and like ooh. Gross. Yeah. I don't like Canceled that. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so do not go to Winstead. Yeah. Uh the last sighting of the Winstead wild man was in 2015. So <gasps> it's so it was, recent. Yeah, it was more recent than all the other ones. So this one's like actually scary. I don't yeah. want to go outside. You know how like Bigfoot like tries to like, you know, avoid people? Mm-hmm. no like this thing like will seek people out i do not like that i don't buy that it's uh like a bigfoot descendant or relative or whatever i think it's probably just if it's some, some crazy if it's guy. real it's probably just like something completely different because he has so many more creepy weird things about him yeah, you know what i mean no, like he's not like bigfoot he's all. like trying to be human yeah like, you know trying maybe to he was human at Ugh. one point and then he- yeah he's just another escapee from one of the many sanitariums probably Connecticut has. and he was on roids and yeah, he, he was just like the they like game. mutated him somehow oh <laughs> <gasps> that's what he is he was that's a patient at one of those asylums and they were doing weird ass experiments on him and then yep. he escaped and now he's like some super strong like weird superpower yep wild man so he's also immortal not just in Winstead, Julia. He's no. been seen in the Hartford County in general. No. So he's up in there just partying up right where you live. So please do not go out late hey, at I, night. I'm glad I don't wear I don't live there anymore. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. But my parents <laughs> gotta tell them. <laughs> Warn them. No. Um be careful. <laughs> But like, just, uh, I don't know. Like, usually I'm not scared of Bigfoot, but this, the mimicking definitely does it for me. That, yeah. that was like the deal breaker. I was like, mm, yeah. you know what? I don't, I don't fuck with that at all. Yeah, same. Um, that reminds and- me of like when I was living at my parents' house. 
or at my mom's house um, that like we would have like campfires outside and, and it was like really dark. And like, I would always get creeped out. Like I would always be like looking into the dark, the darkness, like beyond, like looking for like weird things. And one time there was like a dog or something that like went across the backyard, but I didn't realize it was a dog at first. So I got so freaked out, but they were like, it's just a dog. And I was like, no, it's not. It's some (laughs) kind of weird creature. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I would be the same way, especially like I don't know about you, but for some reason between like third and sixth grade, I was just obsessed with looking up weird animals and like creatures online. Like I would spend really so many hours on creepypasta just reading scary stories. I don't know why I did that. I to myself. was like, not when I was little, I was not into that stuff at all. I was such a scaredy cat when I was little. Mm. I remember like in seventh I hadn't watched any like real horror movies you know by myself Mm -hmm. I watched like Chucky with my grandfather and that's partially why I don't like dolls uh when I was like seven because (laughs) he fell asleep on the couch and the next movie that came on was Chucky so I was just watching it like by myself (laughs) while he was asleep on the couch like oh my god so um that was the only one but you know as I got older I really ended up liking the horror genre but honestly I think the melon heads was my catalyst or uh bloody mary like ha- have you <gasps> that ever done was bloody so mary? scary I never did it I was too afraid I, I was did little. it like I was scared obviously I was very terrified but I liked being like the funny friend or like the shock value friend mm-hmm. you know when I was younger so I would be yeah like, oh you guys are scared like I'll do it even though I was terrified just to like show up or something yeah. like that no I, and I remember just be, like, crying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd probably be the person like I was trying to spook but, yeah like, secretly I was really scared myself you know okay. like um <laughs> so yeah no, but uh, I, I don't know why. I was just obsessed with this type of stuff, you know, when I was younger. Now I'm thinking that maybe that was now, you know, I am who I am because I just Googled all this shit for no reason. Yeah, um, probably. I don't know how but- I got even into all this stuff, like, because I was so scared, like, of, like, everything. I was even afraid of dogs when I was little. It took me a long You're time. just a little bean. I... <laughs> I'm not anymore. No, obviously but not. <laughs> I was just like so afraid. I think like when I actually like probably started to get into like Star Wars and like Lord of the Rings, like because I'd watch yes. those with my dad a lot when I was younger. I think that's when I started to be more like into like fantastical things. And then it kind of just evolved into scary things mm. as I got older and then I stopped being afraid of stuff. Yeah, no, I feel that. I so. keep telling Julia that we're like the same person because she just said I used to watch Star Wars and Loader with my dad. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I would do. Like yeah. he would be watching something downstairs and would happen to be Lord of the Rings or Star Wars and I would just sit down and watch it with him. One time know? my dad, because my dad has the extended edition like Blu-ray DVD set. Oh, so he's, one time he's legit. <laughs> one time when I was there at over the weekend like one Sunday I just like watched all three extended edition movies in one day in one sitting and it took 12 wow. hours yeah I don't know how you it was that. amazing my attention span could not it was awesome anyway but but yeah now, now the, the, this is the last one so 
the wild man okay out of those three i definitely think it's either like the melon heads or the wild man that i'm like terrified of you know yeah like the, it's a wild man for me so far yeah that's yeah. Not, that's bullshit but this next one isn't so much scary as um it is interesting to history because there's a lot of um what's it called historical writings on this I guess you could say like if you go to like local uh libraries uh there's a lot of lordship seafarer stories that happened um you know between the Long Island Sound and Connecticut which Mm -hmm. I thought was pretty cool um so I'm just gonna read you some of these things so the this last cryptid that I'm going to talk about is actually on sea monsters or sea serpents uh, why did I have the weirdest feeling you were going to talk about something sea related which is like hilarious to me because no one thinks of ocean and sea to Connecticut you know like no one thinks like that yeah so you're just intuitive I'm just I knew like while you were saying that just now I was like thinking about mermaids or oh yeah so there are actually a lot of mermaid sightings off the coast of Connecticut. Uh, really? Here in the Long Island Sound. Yeah. Wow. I can but, read your mind. <laughs> but we'll talk about mermaids in another episode because Julie okay. and I really would like to talk about mermaids, yeah. you know? Yes. <laughs> um, so the sea monster, this is a personal recount or not a personal one, a second person of um, a captain of a ship that was sailing between this uh, these locations. So it says, on September 17th, 1878, Mr. Kelly, an assistant engineer on the steamboat State of New York, says that on Monday evening, about seven o'clock, as the steamer was between Huntington on the Long Island side and Stratford on the Connecticut shore, he witnessed a strange sight in the sound. Not far from the side of the vessel, he saw the head of a monster raised several feet above the waves the hour about sunset was light enough to show the creature plainly it was seemingly not 15 rods off it was a horrible looking head with a wide open mouth absolutely not i do not like that like i don't i love snakes but something about uh wet things in the water that i can't already swim like not as well as mm-hmm. you know with open mouths including yeah. sharks I don't fuck with that I don't like that at all yeah I'm pretty um, scared of the ocean in general or swimming yeah. not not really like swimming but like I I never go into the ocean or like lakes or rivers or anything unless I'm like in a kayak or something like or I, unless you it's can like very rare beneath you yeah, like or, I, yeah. I don't like not being able to see underneath my feet. Exactly. I never I never go in the water really unless I can see the bottom because I'm so yeah. terrified of like something dragging me underwater. Yes. Um, so then it says the head disappeared and a portion of the body was shown, forming an arc under which it would have been easy so far as space is concerned to have driven a team of oxen. So they're saying that it's like this hefty, you know, muscly looking snake thing. Yeah. There were several smaller curves indicating a long body. The object disappeared in a few seconds before Mr. Kelly, who was standing alone in the midship gangway, could call anyone to see it. He describes the body as being as large, round as that of a big horse. So 
the width Whoa. of a horse belly. Like that's pretty big. That's big. Yeah. You know, um, Mr. Kelly is a sober, trustworthy man. And the <laughs> story is a strange one and well calculated to excite the derision of those who, in the face of much concurrent testimony, utterly discredit all sea serpent stories. There is a there is every reason to believe that Mr. Kelly is not seeking to create a sensation with a fabricated story. His character forbids such an explanation. So he was like, huh. no, 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 this is real. I'm not lying. Like, I'm not a crazy person. Like, this is legitimately what I saw. Yeah. Um, so damn, that- <laughs> I that's know. so crazy. You know what that reminds me of? What? When I was little, I was at camp mm-hmm. at, and we were at like a park with that had a pool and like a playground and there was a pond and yeah. I would, there was like a swing set in front of the pond and I would like to swing facing the pond so I could like look out at the pond while I'm swinging. Mm-hmm. And I saw this, like, I don't know what it was to this day. It was like, all I saw was something coming out of the water, like, kind of lifting out of the water and going back down and it had like really sharp black spikes on its back (gasps) all I saw was like the spikes coming out and going back into the water and like I saw it and I don't remember I think there might have been some other kids around me and I was like did you see that and they were like no and I was like ugh. so then I just like (laughs) sat on the swing for the rest of the day (laughs) yeah useless Um, I just sat on the swing for the rest of the day, staring at the water to see if it would come out of the water again. And it never came back up. And every time I go back to that park, I always like look at that pond and I'm like, what the fuck was that in that water? It was probably like a snapping turtle or something or something. I don't know something with spiky things on his back, but yeah, sure. Try to calm down your nerves. No, I don't know. Isn't it weird? That's that's what this reminds me of. Ugh, I hate you know what earth is disgusting it's so ghetto <laughs> here honestly I do not like these creatures that are that are on the, this planet um oh I don't like that also like when I think of sea serpents I I don't know why but my mind automatically is like okay medieval and then it goes to England like I never think of sea serpents being over here yeah know? Yeah. Or I like, I think of Nessie, like I think of just yeah. like European nonsense. Like I don't think of here, right. Yeah. Where I grew up. So right. that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, this is like a, a, a second shorter recount of something. Uh, and instead of 1878, it's September 11th, 1886. And it says a story is published in Bridgeport tonight that four men, Timothy, Donnie, Michael Mulvey, Michael Goggins and Richard Berry went sailing on the sound last night. So again, uh, it's in between Long Island and Connecticut. Yeah. And it says um, off Stratford light. So the lighthouse that's Mm -hmm. in Stratford saw a sea monster over a hundred feet long. And it said that they fired at it with a revolver three times and it stopped and sank. Like it was floating for a while and then it sank. Um, Whoa. A hundred feet long. Yeah. And then Jesus. I will show you this picture. Um, if I can quickly just share my screen so that you can see the depiction of the first one. Mm-hmm. It looks like a snake. It's not so much like a fake 
you know, when you think of sea monster, you think of like water dragon. This okay. looks more so legit. Yeah. So it looks like a hog nosed snake. Do you know what those look like? A hog nosed snake? Yeah, they have like no. a rounder head and a flatter mouth. So they look like cute little piggies. Like uh-huh. they and they're really cute looking, but this like this is large. Yeah, that's you know? huge. And it so it doesn't have the spikes. It literally looks like a titana boa. You know, those yeah. like very, yes. very large anacondas. Like yep. that's what this reminds me of. So whenever I see something that's I would I don't know what's accurate, but for whatever reason, if I don't see something that's de- depicted as so much as a fantastical creature. I automatically think like, okay, maybe that could have happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So this picture that she's showing me is like one of those um, old timey ships. And it's like this huge, basically snake looking serpent creature. That's like way bigger than it. (laughs) Yeah. And I love the illustration, like all the line work and everything Mm -hmm. like that, like the hatching and stuff. Me too. Yeah. So I just wanted you to see it just so you could like that's get a better idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, those are the four Connecticut cryptids that I found. There's a couple of more urban legends and haunted locations, but they did not make the cut because they weren't, uh, you know, crypti- uh, cryptids. Yeah. So this is awesome. I love yeah. learning about this. We'll have to do another episode like about more like Connecticut, like hauntings and like supernatural. Oh, and yes. I'm sure there's some other, like the ones you didn't put in today, like we can probably incorporate them in some other episodes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was excited about this because I always look at haunted Connecticut locations. I never look at like creatures, you know? Yeah. So I, I love even in horror movies, like I love creature features. So mm-hmm. this was, this was really interesting to, to research and learn about. Yeah. And it makes me think of like, when I was little, we would go camping with my, my mom and my aunt and uncle. And, mm-hmm. um, my uncle would always try to scare me by telling me that there was a chupacabra coming. Like, you know, you gotta go, he, they would, this is what they would say to get us to go to bed in the tent. They would be like, oh, you gotta go to bed. So you could be safe from the chupacabra. Oh, shut <laughs> up. That's terrifying. That's so mean. now I know. So now it's like, it's nice to know that there's no chupacabras in Connecticut confirmation. I didn't have no, to just be the scared, just the Galacus yeah. and the <laughs> wild man and the lemon head people. <laughs> yeah. I freaking uh, awful things. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did too. Yes, me too. All right. Well, if you guys have anything to add or you want to comment on anything, you could t- send us an email at the witching.podcast.gmail.com and we can possibly air it on the end of a next episode. Um, Also, I wanted to bring up if, um, since we haven't brought it up in a while, um, if you want to sponsor an episode um, and get a little bit of a shout out on one of the episodes, you can fill out the form that is linked in the description. So we can work that out with you guys to get a sponsorship. But yeah, thanks for joining us. See us on the next episode of The Witching. Oh, this focus, focus is focus.